What's wrong with partying? I'm married, but we don't get along anymore. Debt and finances. Why do churches want my money? Is God conservative or Christian? When family members don't believe in Jesus, what do you do? Spiritualism, psychics, mediums, etc. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Uncomplicated Podcast. These are all questions that have come in, both through justicecoleman.com and through comments, section. Instagram, that kind of stuff. Yep. And normally, we read through all of them and put them in categories, but not today. Not on DAC Siete. <laughs> That's 17, for those of you who don't speak. Yes, Spanish. Here the it is. Espanol. I'm, we're just going to hit it. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to read through all these bad boys. We're going to go rapid fire. Rapid Face fire. down. Oh, yeah. By the way, take a moment. Subscribe if you haven't. Yep. Uh, that Thanks helps. for everyone who has. That helps, yeah. Yeah. If, if there's more questions you would like. Number one question that's come in is what? Abortion. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. So if that comes up on the stack, mm-hmm. uh, we're, I'm just going to tell you right now, we're, we're going to move that one to a whole episode. Yeah, that needs to yeah. be an entire episode, and I think we want to Why? Why in. make a whole episode? Well, it's a super important and timely topic, mm-hmm. and um, I think we want to bring an expert that will help us uncomplicate that, and so it's a big deal, and uh, we don't want to just shoot through that quickly like we did with the can you be gay in a christian yeah. or can you be transgender in a christian you know those were great episodes yeah we want to dedicate the yeah. proper amount of time to that so there might be some questions in here that might need a guest so we may just need to pass through that for rapid fire a little episode. bit of coffee in here little, is it cold ready to go let's try to hit 25 in one 25 let's go oh, wow one let's go let's go let's That's go, a let's big, go. Okay. first one I'm married, but we don't get along anymore. <laughs> Not <laughs> well, a question. That's a statement. But. Um, What's the hardest time of our marriage? Uh, We've been married for 16 years. Probably year seven. Yeah. Why was year seven so challenging? Uh, many reasons. We had two miscarriages. I had a lot of health issues. Um, I fell into depression because of all of it. It was a rough season. Yeah. And uh, I thought we were above the statistic, but we were. And so seven many year times itch is, is a real a, thing. Oh, Carlos, will you ser- search that right now? What kind of stats we got on the seven year itch? Seven, seven year, itch. Year, year itch. You've been married like seven or months, year. so you don't know. <laughs> You've been married over a year, but yet? it's coming. Yeah. A year? How many months have you been married? A year and no, no, no. It's a ba- right. it's Get a baby. Right. Ma- you got to go months. You're a baby oh, married. Okay. <laughs> you, count, you count in months. Count in months till 24. seventeen months. Seventeen Ooh, months okay. old. This marriage is seventeen months old. Hey, see though, um, if. If there's any stats any on any stats on seven year itch because yeah. this person I'm married but I don't get along anymore. This is not somebody who's who's just dating. I mean, they live together. Right. They might have kids. Yeah, they don't get along anymore. We don't get along anymore. It doesn't say I'm married and I hate this guy. It doesn't say I'm married and I can't stand his face anymore. Right. It says we don't get along anymore. Yeah. Which happens totally. There's moments throughout our week where we don't get along or. Um, There's times you don't like me. I always <laughs> like you. You may get on my nerves, but I like you. How many um, times a week do we ask each other, honestly, are you mad at me right now? <laughs> 25. 25 times a week. I'm like, 25 times are a you week. mad at me right now? She's yeah. like, no, I'm just thinking about other things. Same. I yeah. ask you that question. Yeah, but I'm thinking about like jujitsu. You over here thinking about like serious things. Or like, the calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got anything for us on seven year itch? 
I'm I'm looking at something at Psychology Today. Okay. I'll get right back to you. All right. I'm uh, married, but we don't get along anymore. What's the Bible say? What does the Bible say? What's the Bible say about marriages and getting along? What do you do if you don't get along? Get uh, some help. <laughs> right? Yeah, get it's some a help. Great right? The scriptures talks all the scripture talks a million different ways yeah. about getting counsel from people to totally. help you. Mm-hmm. Right? And so do we do marriage counseling? Yep. Yeah, we participate in marriage counseling all the time. In Even fact, when things are going well, like we know that there's little things that can become big things. And yeah. so, um, and then I'm, we get homework, which is like, you should go read this book together. Yeah. Have I ever read them? No, I haven't. <laughs> I feel good telling you. I feel good telling you right now that I've never done the homework. Give you the cliff notes. Yes. I hope, um, shout out to, I hope our, I hope our counsel, spiritual advisor does not see this right now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Get help. I think um, we do two days. We've done like two set, two full day sessions. Yeah. You know, um, just to help. Just yeah. Because you act the way they do for a reason. I act the way I do for a reason, and sometimes don't even know that reason. And then you know, all of a sudden, next thing you know, we're married and we're not getting along. And what's worse than living in a house with someone and you're fighting all the time? Yeah. Ugh. The one thing that comes to my head too is like values versus interests. Sometimes um, I think it's wonderful to have different interests as a couple but sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like that can be problematic because maybe mm-hmm. one spouse is spending a lot of time with their interests or their hobby uh, and sometimes that can make a situation crunchy when there's uh not clear communication or whatever but like values what we value is we're on the same page with so I don't know why that came to my mind but maybe um there get help but there may be a conversation about like what you value as a couple and individually and how to mesh that because i think when your values are the same like you 100%. can figure out the little and if you're not a christian things. that's good advice yeah um, um they got something for us so something that i found on psychology today is that the seven years is actually four okay uh-huh. so um they're they're actually naming it it could potentially be like a five-year itch instead of seven and um wow in the comments let us know if it's you're five and you're getting itchy and then <laughs> culture the, has changed the ever reason, since tiktok came out our the seven <laughs> our attention span has gone down in our marriages yeah and then um uh this was in a it's on webmd so uh there's a what are those what do they know webmd <laughs> <laughs> can you get a trustworthy source for us bro yeah well what this is, is um <laughs> he actually made a whole study on this and he found two declines. The first decline is due to kind of adjustments to new roles in the marriage. Okay. And the second decline is do- often related to birth of children. Mm. Yeah. Which is why there, there's a change in the dynamic of the All right, relationship. So let's think about this for a second. A change in like roles, mm-hmm. like let's say a, the guy in the relationship got a new job. Okay. Here's what I've noticed about dudes. Okay. The career that they have changes their personality. Okay. Sometimes guys, their identity changes based on what they do for a living. Sure. Right? Like, there's this famous movie, The Dark Knight, Kay. right, with Batman. Great movie. And Or maybe it was the first... Is it? Is it a great movie? I like it. Okay, real quick, real quick. Sorry, this is important. <laughs> Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Batman, Dark Knight Rises. Okay? Christian Kay. Bale, Batman. Yes. Put that in a category. The best Batman. Thank you. Of them all. Put that in a category with the, the Marvel movies, MCU. What do you... Where does that oh, stand? Oh, they're way you? better. You think The Dark Knight's better? I mean, I think so. You do? Why? I don't know. I lo- Christian Bale's Batman doesn't matter. It's my favorite, all of them. And you like that. I just want you to go on record. You like that better than the Marvel movies? Yeah. 
The Marvel movies, like there's some phenomenal ones. There's some mediocre ones. I'm gonna test you right now. You ready and then for this? all, all like it's so much. You have to know so much about so many things. Like when you took me to see what's the one with all of them? Avengers. No, maybe no. What was the one where like you had Endgame. to like? Yes. What was it? Endgame. And Endgame. Yeah. Maybe. Oh my gosh! You were talking in my ear the whole time, having to explain every relationship. You love and every it. You love it. No, I do love you it, love but it. it was just so complicated. I feel like Batman is simple. Okay. And dynamic. All right, I'm gonna put the real test here, and then we get back to this podcast. Uh, Iron Man or the Dark Knight? Oh, that's my favorite Come on. Marvel one. Though. What's better, Iron Man or the Dark Knight? Put it in the comments. We need to know. Okay. I don't know. They're like. Neck and neck. Because Iron Man, like, you've got comedy. It's light. It's fun. I love it. The Dark Knight's a little bit darker. The Dark Knight is Batman training in the Himalayas with ninjas. I mean, it doesn't get cooler than that. It's cool. Okay, all right. So back to this. Back to this. So men, often, they take on a new identity. (laughs) And the reason why I was thinking of the Dark Knight is because that's, like, the big premise. And I love that you're men in its Marvel movies. Like, superheroes. Superheroes men is what you're kind of equating here. I'm I'm a simple creature. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So in the Dark Knight, remember, he goes, it's not what you do that defines you, or it's not who you are underneath that defines you. Yeah. But what you do that defines you. And that that's, like, the thing. It's, like, for a man, what you do yeah. is who you are. So, like... Is that healthy? Um, I think that Jesus says that if you're going to judge a person, judge them like a tree. Okay. A tree that produces fruit. Mm-hmm. So don't call yourself an orange tree if you got lemons hanging off your branches. Okay. So I think what you do, right, it, it is is evidence of who you are. Okay. Right? Okay. James says I'm going your with faith you. without works is dead. Sure. So you, you got to look at it that way. Like, I was always like, thinking like, it was more the health of the fruit, not what type of fruit was on the tree. But that's an interesting thought. Yeah. I mean, Jesus says, you know, if you're going to judge, you judge a tree by the fruit. Right. And so, and that's that's what the Dark Knight says. He says it's not... <laughs> <laughs> that's what the he says. He says it's not <laughs> what who you are underneath, but what you do that defines you. So it's and not the costume you wear. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. I mean, I mean, at the end it's of the, the day, mission in your heart. All right, get back. all right. Okay, so I'm married, but I don't get along anymore. <laughs> and then Carlos goes, "Well, it could be the change of the roles." Sure. WebMD. We ask these doctors. Yep. Doctors say, "Hey, certain times you go through these stages in your marriage, right?" Yep. And so let's say the the, the 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 dude gets a new job. He might change a little bit. That's all yep. I'm saying. A new career might be the reason why he's might look- be a new cape. Yeah, got it. <laughs> If he's working as a, in a mortgage, you know, in the mortgage industry, he might become more salesman-like and more cutthroat and more, I don't know. If he's gotcha. working at construction, he might be more, I don't know, uh, uh, stereotypical Rough macho hands. guy. Rough yeah, 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 yeah. If, if he's working in a, I don't know, sure. a, com- a, a computer, a computer Let's lab. Let's keep going. We have a lot of questions. Okay. We get it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Same I would never thing, get to 25. Same thing. But same with, thing. The, with the mom. Totally. I mean, you may, maybe you don't, you're not getting along anymore because you're, you're not just married. Now you've, your identity's changed because you're, because you're a, a mom now, maybe. And maybe you have kids. And so that's changed your identity. So people change is all I'm saying, but there's hope. Yeah. The, the goal is not to change. It's just who are you going to be, who are you going to become when you change? And so you've changed a lot in the last 16 years. Yep. I've changed in 16 years, but yep. hopefully I'm becoming more like Christ and you're becoming more like Christ. And that's the hope of a Christian marriage. So I'm married, but we don't get along anymore. I would say get yourself some counseling and some help. And just the only way you can get this wrong is to try to do it by yourself. That's all I'm saying. Totally. You try to do this thing by yourself, staying married. You're, you're not above the statistics. 
you know, you, you're just like everybody else. We need help. We need guidance. And so get yourself some guidance and don't be afraid of that. Yep. That's how I was going to answer that. That's good. 24 more to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for Next question. Was too big of a goal. Sorry, that should be a whole podcast. Um, debt and finances. Not a question, but a topic that affects everybody and is super important. They say that um, financial problems are one of the leading causes of divorce in the, the U.S. Is it now? If the? only we had somebody on the computer who could search those stats for us. Give us the stats. Leading Leo's. cause of divorce in 2022. Was it finances or was it infidelity? Can I get a drum roll? We got to figure out what this bad, what is the cause, what is destroying the biggest, what is it? What is it? What is it? What oh, is it? top three reasons, incompatibility, infidelity, and money issues. Money issues at 22%. See, I told you top in the three. top three. I was right. Top three. <laughs> so- you, they want us to talk about debt and finances. Yeah. And I would say that um, money is a spiritual thing. Yeah. People don't realize it. You work really hard all week. Totally. And you get to the end of the week, you get a paycheck. That paycheck represents all those hours that you invested, all that hard work that you sacrificed. What you do with that money says a lot about your values, about who you are, what you believe, what you're all about. Yep. Right? So if you spend that money, how you spend that money says a lot about yeah. Right. So thoughts on that? It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. The debt side of it, get out of it. Find a way to, there There are different um, programs out there that will help you. I know for but why us. why is debt so bad? Well, the Bible tells us not to be a, uh, uh, borrower. a borrower, but to be a lender. Yeah. Like the goal is not that you would be in debt, but that you would be a place that you are, are so uh financially stable that Bible you're able. Bible says a lot about debt because the Bible is anti-slavery. Yeah. Like the the defining characteristic of who we are, yeah, other than being God's children is being free. Yeah, that's we good. We got free will, we got the freedom to choose. We are in our history or Judeo-Christian history, we are freed from Egypt. Yeah. Like uh who the sun sets free, come on, is free indeed. Where we the are free from our sin. The Lord is there, there is, is freedom. freedom. Being yeah. free is is huge. Like God wants God does not want you a slave to anything. And, and debt, debt can absolutely feel like you're bound in chains. So it's a spiritual thing. Money's a spiritual thing. For he sure. says Gavin, he wants a bigger vision for your life. He wants you to be the lender. Yeah. He wants you to give money. It says the the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller, Proverbs. Yep. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. He wants you to live a big life. He wants you to help people. It says in Corinthians, he wants to be generous with you so you can be generous with others. Yeah. Jesus says this, where your money is, your heart follows. Yep. So where you're spending that hardworking money that you made, mm -hmm. that sacrifice that you made where you put it. So debt and finances, make sure you treat it like a spiritual thing. Yeah. Don't treat it like just a physical thing. There's money also money and sex are both Bible. spiritual things, and 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 they, they they for some reason the world takes money and they take sex and they act like they're not spiritual things. Those are spiritual things. Totally. And and your sex life and your money life say more about your God and your and, oh, and totally. your relationship than anything else. So one thousand percent. I don't know good. how to answer that, but that's uh, debt and finance. I don't know how to answer it, but I feel like that was a good one. But I guess if go. you are in a bad place, get help. Get get a program. Get. I love Dave Ramsey. We did all his seven steps. Yeah. Dave Ramsey's is legit. Been, been a huge blessing to our life so biblical principles what's money next all right hit it okay what's <laughs> what's wrong with partying <laughs> but read it read it like the guy who wrote it read it like i don't know i'm not gonna make fun dude, of people what's wrong with partying bro that's like, you that's you circa 2004 bro, so bro, go what's ahead wrong with partying bro <laughs> bc bc go ahead <laughs> 
Oh, man. Um, the scriptures talk about unwholesome behavior and not to have any of it because we represent Christ, you know? And, you know, I don't know. Your definition of partying, I hear, I hear, when I hear partying, I think of unwholesome. Debauchery? <laughs> <laughs> when I hear partying, That's what you, think of. you know, I think of, I think of being reckless, you yeah. know? And, you know, you, you're important to God. You're important to this world. And what you do and the way you treat people, that's important stuff. Yeah. And I think that in our immaturity, we don't realize how much this matters, you know? And uh, What we yeah. do either brings us closer to Jesus or yeah. further from Jesus. Yeah. And so what, whatever it is, whether it's partying, whether it's drinking, whether it's whatever you're doing in your life, you could ask yourself that question. And I think that'll help yeah. you gauge um, what to do. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Jesus partied. Jesus, I mean, they accused Jesus of spending time with people who they called them scumbags. They said, "Look at the people you hang out with. How can we take you seriously?" That's what they said. And then, I mean, they, they said, "You're always you're eating, you're I drinking." Mean, I, I'm gonna push back for a second on that. I don't think there were times where Jesus was partying with maybe the same definition of reckless behavior that you just described he spent time okay. with lost people he was around people he went to weddings that and were, provided more wine for uh, how about this yes. one how about this how, one? how about this one he was at parties without partying sure there hard. you go okay i like that better. how about that love it jesus turned water into wine to keep the party going but no one ever had to carry him out of the party for drinking too much correct okay so so there you go jesus I think I think having fun is a spiritual thing. Yeah. I think God made us that way. I think some of us are more prone to partying and I and having fun and we you know, at the end of the day, who you're with determines that party. Sure. You can party with the right people, you can party with the wrong people. Party with the right people. <laughs> 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 That's good advice. Sure. That's good advice. I love it. All right. Stay away from uh oh, what's the scripture saying, Peter? Always be sober minded. If your mind is intoxicated, you're in the wrong space. You You've go. partied too hard. That's good. This one just says pornography. What are your thoughts on Bad it? Bad idea. <laughs> this one says abortion. We'll Another talk episode. about it later. This one says, why do churches want my money? Because they want to help people. You don't give to the church. You give through the church. When you give money to church, that money goes into a fund that then helps people. So one of the greatest ways to make a difference in your city is to give to your church because your city is making a difference. Your church is making a difference in the city. Hopefully, but I also think that, I mean, not every church is perfect, and some churches have messed that up. Sure. And so there's maybe even pain on the other side of this question that I don't want to pass through too quickly not every church has done the best job um, doing that but that is the goal of the church and hopefully the one you attend so yeah just want to say that yeah churches the churches i know aren't, don't have i can't vouch for every church out there is what i'm saying like that is you know what if you're feeling uncomfortable giving to just give to our church we'll, <laughs> we'll help people with it all right here we go what the what the heck question is this? I can't read these ahead of time. I got to turn oh, these over. Oh no! Is God conservative or Christian? He's Jewish. <laughs> Jesus kidding. was a Jew. One time when I was a kid, um, I was running track. Oh, I know the story. Yeah, you know this track. Yeah, it, the story. And I'm and um, I'm running like my last lap of the practice, and I'm like kind of pulling into the You're end zone. What's it called? The final the final lap. I the, don't know. Whatever, pulling into the thing, and there's like this full on like debate going on with like dozens of kids. And they're just How like, old were you? I was like six. <laughs> and they're like, 
like one's up on the bleachers yelling at the other one and they're like about Jesus and I'm like what have I missed you know and I'm a Bible a Sunday school kid and he's like Jesus was Jewish and then everyone's like oh <laughs> and I was like my Jesus is a Christian <laughs> that's what I told him um, but yeah I mean is is God conservative or Christian God is just that's who God is and he's, he's justice. He's he's yeah. he's he's righteousness. He's God. Yeah, he's glory. He's Christian. Holy. The word Christian means follower of Jesus. So Jesus can't follow himself. He's in a different category. Yeah, <laughs> he's God. So Jesus is not Christian because his followers would identify as Christians. He doesn't follow himself. God's so love, he is God. He's, he's holy. Love, he's, he's just. He's compassionate. Yeah. He's slow to anger. He's he's a lot of ways he describes himself, but I don't, I don't see Jesus those two words political. being in there. Yeah, totally. Uh, this is, I think, one for maybe another podcast because I think this is a great question. Spiritualism, psychics, mediums, etc. Are they all the same? Well, maybe we should do another one, but let's just hit it real quick, though, and then we'll, we'll come back to okay, it. Okay, go for it. Spiritualism, what's that? Um, Different things to different people, but maybe that everything has a spirit. Okay. Um, the world, the universe. Are there multiple spirits? I think that's probably, I think spiritualism would say there's multiple spirits. Someone comes to you and says, I'm spiritual, but I'm not a Christian. Mm -hmm. What do they mean by spiritual? Um, I think spiritual people identify a lot of spirits. Are there a lot of spirits? Uh, I think so. Psychics, mediums, etc. Isn't it all the same? Is it okay? Great question. Such a good question. I think we need a lot of time on that one. So when you, you're driving down the street and you see a, one of those little houses on the side of the road with a sign that says tarot cards or says psychic or whatever, a fortune teller, you pull over, you go up to the door. What are you going to encounter there? Are you going to encounter something spiritual? Probably. Are you now? I mean, maybe. So we got we got church where yeah. something spiritual is happening. Sure. And then we got fortune Teller house. Sure. And also something spiritual is happening? Yeah. Different really? spirits. Tell me about it. Have I you mean, ever been to one? No, I haven't. Have you? No. Yeah. No. I have not. I have plenty of friends that think that they're... Yeah, I have friends that, yeah. I mean, would call themselves Christians that will go see a psychic or, you know, go to a reading, um, which I always highly <laughs> discourage them to do. Um, but, Yeah. Highly discourage them. I warn them to stay away <laughs> from that. Yeah, I do too. Because the answer is there are spirits out there, and those spirits' job is to deceive you. Yeah. That's the purpose of those spirits. Yeah. The, the, the purpose, like, okay, look, if there really is a dimension the way the Bible says that is a spiritual realm, mm -hmm. who knows how many spirits there are? Right. Right? We are spiritual beings in the sense that the Holy Spirit has chosen uh, those of us that have given our life back to God. What we did was we said, take my sin. On the cross, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, not only will I take your sin, but I'll now give you my spirit. Yeah. So now we have the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Right. We are, I hate to say it, it sounds weird, possessed by a spirit. Mm. We're possessed. He's called the Holy Ghost. <laughs> like, I am possessed by this presence of God. He is yeah. in me, and I, I know he is in me. Yeah. And so when I'm in situations that are dark, my radar goes off. Sure. I have this relationship with God's like, this is not like I can read well, God, the, the Holy spirit just for further clarification for someone who might just head is exploding right now. Cause you've never heard this. God 
the Holy Spirit wants to possess you. Is God. <laughs> <laughs> we serve a God that is triune, meaning he's three in one. So yeah. God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and then God the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to clarify that because it sounds very um I mean, can can sound kind of spooky when you say that, you know. Yeah. So, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, is is known in the Bible. He talks about being the Comforter, the Advocate, the Counselor, um, the Counselor, helper. the Helper. Yeah, these are words to describe the Holy Spirit. So, possession. But the easiest way to remember who the Holy Spirit is, is He is the presence of Jesus. He is not. He is not the. He's He's, he's the Spirit of, of Jesus. When Jesus was uh, on Earth as a human. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit was with him. That's how yeah. he, that's when, when he sent the disciples out to do the miracles and things that they did, he, it was, it, it was the Holy Spirit that was, was leading them, guiding them, helping them. And so the disciples were like, Jesus, what are we going to do now that you're leaving, you're ascending? Mm-hmm. And Jesus goes, no, 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 it's good that I leave. That's what he says, John 14. It's good that I leave because now you can have not me in the physical, but me in the spirit, not me beside you in the physical, but God in you right. as the spirit. And um, so when people go, I'm a spiritual person, I go, well, we're all spiritual people. Mm-hmm. Which spirit is the question? <laughs> yeah. Right? Which spirit is the question? So my friends who mess around with, astro- um, there's a difference between astrology and astronomy. Correct. One is when you're looking to actually like the stars to help you discern, decipher like what's going on on earth. When you're looking to the stars for guidance, um, you know, you got to be careful because you're choosing to look to something other than Jesus for guidance. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, how would you feel? How would you feel if as a heavenly father, if you had had paid this great price and made done this great sacrifice to give your son to make possible the spirit to guide mm-hmm. your son or your daughter. Sure. And then they're like, you know what? I don't want that spirit. I want to go find something else. Just think about how personal that must feel to God. When he's like, dude, I, I want, I want to I talk to you. Yeah. I want to, I want to be with you. I want to I wanna, I wanna yeah. help you, you know, and you don't have to look to the, the stars. You right. don't have to look to cards. You don't need a Ouija board. Okay. Right. You, what you need is you need to understand that I love you, that I chose you, I've forgiven you and that I do speak to you and you do hear my voice, but you know, you're looking for a clarity in these other things or a guidance in these other things. And that's gotta be heartbreaking for God. Totally. And I think you said something that was so key you said you like the Holy Spirit possesses you, but you've given him permission yeah. to reside in you. Yeah. And I think when you mess with all these things, you're giving permission to other spirits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To uh to to participate in your life. Yeah. Which is why, you know, we, we would always go listen to our podcast with Matt Brown on our angels and demons real. Yeah. Press pause. Go listen to that. So great question, and I hope that I'm not insulting anybody with this because I think that there are some people that are seeking God and they're going to the wrong sources. Yeah. And maybe you were turned off by Jesus. Maybe it was like you didn't feel Jesus was a way to seek God because of however you were raised or whatever. Mm -hmm. You felt like church was not a viable option, so you've gone to these other ways to seek God. You know, my encouragement to you is that you would just kind of check your heart right now and go, oh, God, I'm sorry that I was going somewhere else to find answers. When you say that you're the truth, come on, you're the life, right? Jesus says, I am the way I am the truth. I am the life. John 14, hear that, hear that promise. I am the way you don't know where to go. Jesus goes, I'm the way. Yeah. I am the truth. You don't know what to believe. Trust Jesus, right? So good. I am the life. You feel dead inside. You feel purposeless. He's the life. 
Jesus is the answer, you know? And I think a lot of people, the way the church or the way, you know, he has been misrepresented yeah. has has made people feel like this isn't really a viable option. And so they'll go to these more mysterious ways. Sure. When I'm telling you the true Christ, he loves you and he's with you and he'll help you. And you won't want to deal with that other stuff. You won't yeah. want to deal with other stuff. All right, next one. Do Christians and Jews and others non-Muslim go to heaven? People are people in heaven are people who want to be with Jesus. Next question. All right. Is it okay to drink? Uh, well, if I were to say no, then that would mean when Jesus turned all that water into wine. <laughs> then no one could drink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, it's okay to drink, but you got to, you know, the scripture says that not everything. Here's the thing. There's a lot of things in life that require moderation. Yeah. Some people aren't good with moderation. Totally. Right? Some people can walk into a casino. You know what I mean? Play a hand of blackjack, and it's all good. Some people, that's a slippery slope, you know, and they're... That could devastate and blow up their entire life. Exactly. Some people can, you know, socially drink. Right. Some people should stay away from that. I don't know the answer. Is it okay for you to drink? Ask the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, I, about five or six years ago, just kind of cut alcohol out of my life altogether. I think not, it's been more than that. Not because I had a drinking problem, but just because I was like, this is adding no benefit to my life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the idea of when I was tired or needed to relax to want to have a drink. And I felt like the Lord was saying, hey, if you need rest, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, right? Uh, I don't like the idea of like, you know, not being able to have a good time with your friends unless you're drinking. Like, I just didn't like that. So um, I'm not here to knock you if you yeah. drink or whatever, but it, it, is it okay to drink? Like, you got, you know, you did write this question in. So there's something going on in your heart. And sometimes yeah. when you're wrestling with something, that's kind of all the evidence that you need to know. That yeah, that it's maybe it's not beneficial for your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. but everything that's permissible doesn't mean it's beneficial. So yeah. that's where you have to navigate, um, navigate it for yourself. Yeah, I have friends that um, you live in Europe. Yeah, I have friends that you know they would be like, "What kind of prude? Like, what kind of <laughs> what kind of legalistic Christian are you? Like, even Jesus drank justice. What's your problem? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not saying this is the right answer for you know for I'm, you. For it's you. the right answer for you. Um, for me, I'm just kind of like, you know what? I I would just rather rather yeah. avoid that. You know, and not not that I was even. It's not like I was in this situation where I was out right. of control or drinking too much. You totally. never, that wasn't ever, you came to me, you're drinking too much. It was just, mm. it was just something you felt like you could give to God that I got a free will. I'll give it, it's kind of like fasting. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with eating food, but sometimes you fast food to draw close to God. Next question. Okay. <laughs> when family members, kids, etc., don't believe in Jesus, what do you do? Who's asking this kind of question? When family members, kids, etc., maybe your husband, maybe your wife, maybe your kids, you're living in a house. Yeah. Right? Now everybody believes in Christ. What sure. what do you do? Great question. And relatable question, which I'm sure a lot of people. Totally. Um, what do you do? I guess we're gonna have to make an assumption based on this question, whether they believed in Jesus at one point or not. Or does that oh, even okay. matter? Yeah. I mean what would you do? I'm not sure what I would we do. We got three what kids, twelve, eight, and seven. Yep. Um, let's say our twelve year old stopped believing yeah. in Christ. What would you do? Um I think I think that's just super common. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I have th- a friend that I was having dinner with last week and she was telling me her two oldest kids, she has 5, 
Um, she's raised them in church, and they're about, I don't know, 15 years old, and they don't believe in Jesus anymore. Yeah, I think maybe some maybe a parent's writing this in. I don't know if it's a dad or a mom. You know, but I mean, I would be, I would like, almost prepare for that. You know, <laughs> like, I, I think, and it doesn't mean you were a, great, a, a terrible mom or a right. terrible dad. I mean, everybody's got free will. And almost, it's almost kind of healthy, too, in some weird way, for people to re-sign up for Jesus. Yeah. You know, like, um, I hate to say that. I don't, I hope my son and my daughter and my other son, I hope they don't, because they do love God so much right now. They love God. They love to pray. They really trust him. You know, I would hate for something to come along and help and make them not trust God anymore. And then yeah. they're closing their heart off to him. But, um, you know, I didn't let Logan get baptized till he was like 11. Yeah. Because I was like, do you even know what you're doing? <laughs> you know, you got to understand what this is. I mean, following Jesus is not easy. Yeah. You know, following Jesus is the hardest thing you'll ever choose to do with your life. Totally. Jesus does not make your life easier. It makes, he makes your life yeah. more sacrificial. Yeah. In the way of Christ is laying down your life for others and saying no to the world and being persecuted. And, and, if, and, if, and if your life doesn't look like that, then you got to ask yourself a question. Am I really a follower of Jesus? Because yeah. Jesus said, you know, look what they did to your master. They're going to be even worse to the, the students. So I, I tell my kids all the time, it's only going to get harder for you, you yeah. know. So I, I, I'm trying to help my kids learn to love God for themselves yeah. At the same time, this is my house. <laughs> sure. So as long as you're living in my house, we're going to go by my rules. Yeah. And so do my kids have to go to church? Yes, they have to go to church. I preach four times every weekend. <laughs> they have to pick one service. They go to one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make them go to all four, right? Um, you know, the I'm going to I'm going to lead a Christian household. Yeah. When they get older, they can figure out if that's what they want or not. But But I think what you were saying earlier was that there is something that um, deepens a relationship when you've wrestled with it. Yeah, of course. So if for a moment your kid or your spouse or a, a loved one says, like, I don't believe in Jesus, might just be the time where they're wrestling through their faith. And the so many times at the end of that, their faith is stronger. A hundred percent. And based like and what you do during that time is mm. such a reflection of Jesus yeah. you don't want to get it wrong yeah to to become upset with them or yeah. to push them away or to you know I, I I've heard awful things that people have said like you know about I, I don't know just people that have been legalistic and like oh you're you know you're this and you're that and like all of a sudden because our faith is so personal we take it so personally yeah. I think sometimes we don't paint Jesus. We're, we're supposed to be a reflection of God's love to this world. We don't do a good job when we feel like we're personally attacked. Mm -hmm. And with our family, it's so personal. We love them so much that I just feel like it could, it could get really complicated. And so my encouragement to you is continue to be Jesus to them through their, their, their journey. Yeah. And I think sometimes the reflection of Jesus, the love that you are, the, the peace that you have is the greatest reflection of Jesus. And, and sometimes what actually points them closer to Jesus at the end of that, as opposed to pushing them away. When family members, kids, et cetera, don't believe in Jesus is the question. And you're talking about your family. They're going to be with you for a long time. Forever. So just yeah. think about the end in mind. Mm -hmm. All right. Play the long game here. You know, your kids, you want them to have a genuine, real relationship with with their heavenly father. Yeah. So like what Maria is saying is like, play the long game. 
you know, yeah. they're going to be in your life for a long time. Your husband, your your wife going to be in your life, you know, for a long time. So, so yeah. Till the end of your grace, life. <laughs> grace, 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 grace. You don't have to compromise on your end. Right. But at the same time, you know, there is something healthy about them wrestling through some stuff, coming out stronger on the other side. Yeah. And if you think about it, all of us have had that. We've all had that come to Jesus moment. We've yeah. all had the line in the sand where it's like, I'm either doing this Jesus thing or I'm not. Yeah. He's either Lord or he's not. And that's, we've all had to choose. Do I love Jesus more than I love my girlfriend? Do I love Jesus more than I love this bank account? <laughs> do I love, right. you know, we over this career or whatever it is. And that's a good, that's a good. And, um, your kids, I would say prepare for that. Yeah. You know, so how many questions did we get to? I think that's enough for this podcast. I think that is. One, we got lots two, more, but three, four, another episode five, will be six, coming seven, to eight. you. Nine, ten, eleven. Oh, wow. We got eleven. Eleven. Wow. High five. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Pray, for, pray, for, pray, for the, pray for these, these questioners. Questioners. These inquiries. All of them. Lord, yeah. we thank you that you are a God that cares about the details of our life, and you're a God that did never intended faith to be complicated. You mm. want us to understand your heart. And who you are, and sometimes life just complicates all of that. But I pray for every person that submitted these questions that um, they would sense you helping them Amen. make decisions that bring them closer to you. They would make decisions that would actually bring other people closer to yeah. you because the relationship they have with you would demand such an explanation that people would just be drawn to Your them. life doesn't seem complicated like mine. Help me. In Jesus' name we pray. <laughs> Amen. Thanks for tuning in.